Hi, it's Jin here again. Next chapter of the book, what's been good? Now that you understand some basics of how the brain works and how doing your three P's can give you a positive biological boost, let's look at the active talking processes of solution-focused therapy I use during sessions and how that can empty your stress bucket even quicker. Hopefully, you have gathered by now that the whole idea is to step away from the primitive brain calming it down so you can be more present in your intelligent brain. In the intelligent brain, as well as feeling calm and relaxed, you will feel more in control of your thoughts and feelings, more objective and rational. So here is a surefire, quick and easy way to do that. Instead of asking, how are you? Change that to, what's been good? Whether you're talking to others or thinking about how you feel yourself, ask that question and that question only. What's been good about your day? What's been good about your week? Can you see the difference? Can you feel the difference? When you're asked how you are, I bet you'll say, fine, even if you don't mean it. Even if you do mean it, you might say something like, fine, good, but I had this awful stressful situation and then this terrible thing happened and it's raining as well. If you focus only on how you're feeling right now, you are on alert for the negatives. You want to ensure that nothing is wrong. Our mind naturally wants to go to the negative. It's a survival response. Everything needs to get filtered through the primitive brain for survival. By asking instead, what's been good? We are trying to fully engage the intelligent brain, the positive part of our brain. In fact, we are trying to literally think positive. Now all my sessions begin with that question. What's been good about your week? I'm not looking for anything major here, but I'm looking for some positive things that have happened to you recently. Here are a few of the favorites I've heard over the years. I saw a cute dog and the owner let me pet him. My chickens were sunbathing. I got sent a photograph, by the way, it became my screensaver. I played with my little girl and out of the blue, she told me how much she loved me. My boss is on holiday. I initially wondered why this was good as I assumed that there would be an increased workload, but was told that Oh, we hate our boss, so the office atmosphere is much improved. Great, it's your good thing, I'll take it. I had a beautiful walk in the rain. I finished washing, watching that t- series on TV. It was great. I think it was Line of Duty. If you've never watched it, it's amazing. I was once told, Oh, I forgot to tell you another good thing, Jin. I inherited £10,000. This was told to me on leaving the session, actually. Crazy how the negative mind is so in control when we're stressed. Only when relaxed did they tell me of this huge windfall. But it's the little things in life that keep us going. We can't expect large events like inheritances to keep coming in order to lift our mood. We need to begin to feel more grateful for the little things in life. Now, this isn't supposed to be a memory game. Even while you're trying to think of good things, you are exercising the intelligent brain. 
but if you'd like to start writing them down, that's good too. If you wrote down two things that were good every day, in a week you'd have 14 things. In a month you'd have 60 things. In three months, well, I could go on, but you catch my drift. However, write down as many as you can. Ask yourself, what else? What else? What else has been good? This way you are strengthening the nerve connections in the intelligent brain and the primitive brain is getting bored. I continually ask my clients, what else has been good? Tell me another thing that's been good about your week. We can carry on for 10, 15 minutes or longer once the stress bucket is empty. And when they think I've stopped asking and we'll move on to the next part of our session, I always ask for just one more good thing about your week. The primitive caveman brain thinks, what? You're not asking me anything negative. Hey, I've got something to say. But no, what's been good about your week, your day, is the only thing you want to think about for a moment. This engages the intelligent, rational and positive part of your brain. And by continually asking what else, the primitive brain begins to get bored and calms down. If you keep a record of these things over time, and in particular, when you feel low or anxious, you can look back on your notes and remember those things that happened or that you were thankful for, and you will shift your mood. Remember, your mind doesn't know the difference between imagination and reality. So you're experiencing that good time again. I bet there will be things on that list that you had forgotten about, maybe quite significant things. The brain wants to draw you to the negative. It takes conscious effort to go to the positive. So be patient with yourself and don't rush. But like any muscle in the body, repetition will strengthen it. Recently, this sort of thing has been called gratitude journaling. When words like that are thrown about, I tend to find that sometimes people's eyes glaze over as if it's some new age fad. But when I explain why you should do this, I find many of my clients get on board with it and actually begin to keep a list of all their good things. Once you understand the logical reason why, you're more likely to agree to do it. This is also a good game to play with friends and family. Try it round the dinner table. Maybe you could try to respond positively when someone asks you how you are. Then ask them what's been good. Initially, they won't hear you. They'll go straight to the negative. But correct them. Hang on a minute. I asked you what's been good. Not what's been bad. It takes some practice and initially it can feel very unnatural but I guarantee you, this stuff works. After only a few tries, you'll get the hang of it. Now, by asking only about the good things of your week, I don't for one minute think that you have not had any stress or strain. Life's not like that. Of course, there's been stress this week, but let's not continue to put it into our stress bucket. It's just that we don't want to give it too much thought. We don't want to activate the primitive brain. And it doesn't mean that all your problems will disappear by doing this exercise. But by activating the intelligent brain, you can use your positive, 
objective and rational resources to tackle your problems and issues rather than being in a primitive emotional state. It's very important that each and every solution focused session begins in the intelligent brain and this is the easiest way to get there. To keep this up constantly though is very difficult, nigh on impossible. Remember, you have to filter things naturally through the negative part of your brain. It's simply a survival response. But by taking some time out of your day or week to sit with thought of what's been good about your week will help you to begin to think positively. So I challenge you to change your words to what's been good. Ask it more often. Make a game of it with the family. The mood will be so much lighter. And when people ask you how you are, reply with something that's been good for you, something positive. You'll be surprised at the response you feel, and I'm sure you'll elicit a more positive response from others as well. Go on, just try it. At the end of this book, I've included a six-week positivity journal to help with this. And that's the end of that chapter. I will uh, read out the positivity journal at the end, how to do that. uh, And I'll try to describe it the best way I can uh, for this audio version. Uh, The next chapter is solution focused therapy. I'm going to start talking about that next. Um, Looking at the timing, that was a shorter chapter. Oh, interesting. I didn't spend too much time on that. I'm going to build on that in the next few chapters, I think. So that's where I probably talk about it in a bit more detail uh, as well. It'll keep cropping up again. That, That was obviously the intro to it. Now, if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, some of these things might be quite repetitive uh, as well. But, you know, the the mind loves repetition. Uh, It's the mother of skill. So to hear it again is no bad thing. But to hear it how I've written it might just give you a different perspective to it as well. And like I said, I just wanted to make the book accessible to say that this is how I've written it down in this book. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you've got any constructive feedback for me, um, please let me know. Uh, If you've enjoyed it so far, let me know. If you know anyone else who would enjoy it, please pass it on as well. So we can, you know, try and get more people emptying their stress buckets and and not filling them up as well, because uh, the more people we can help right now, the better as well. Uh, I'm going to leave it there for today. Let's keep that a short one. Until next time, keep that stress bucket empty. Get lots of sleep, keep doing your three Ps and take care. See you next time. Bye for now.